What in the world? What's going on, Falcons fans? It's your boy, Big Low Country. Welcome to ATL in Sports Zone. I got my homeboy right here. Hey, what's up, y'all? Y'all already know who it is, man. It is your boy, Terror Artist 404, man. I do the Madden gaming. I do the 2K gaming. I talk about your favorite team. And I also, wait a minute, hold on. I do the Madden 21 Mobile, too. So I'm thinking about doing that like every Monday or so. I just kicking it with y'all. Man, man, what the world, Bobo Sugar Honey Ice Tea. So you doing the mobile thing now? It's level to this man. I find out that they got a um, community over there. They're just waiting on me to shine. You feel me? So I just like, you know what? I gotta hit the level to this thing, man. You feel me on that? Hey, I feel you on that, fam. I feel you on that, bro. Man, you doing all right today? Yeah, man, I'm doing all right. All right, you know, fair to call the cloudy. <laughs> As you always say, man, I'm cloudy up in this thing, man. But I'm making it through. I'm making hey, it man. through. Fresh that. Finna hit another holiday season. So, you know, yeah, hopefully everybody out there have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hope Happy that New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I hope that uh 2021 be way better than what 2020 was. Not only for the Falcons' sake, because you know this season about to end, but you know, hope Corona is gone. Hope Joe Biden do his thing in the presidency. You know, we ain't politicking, but you know, hope everything just right. <laughs> hey man, I feel you on that, fam. I feel so, you. So how that. how you how you been? How you been, man? Man, let me tell you something, bro. I've been walking around here fiending, but. I've been feeling. You know why? Yeah, for what? Man, I get tired of shooting all these deer down, man. I'm ready to do some more fishing, man. I'm about to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you ready for the change of the season, right? The change of man, the season, boy. man. Man. Hey, boy, man. I'm, before I'm before ready. we actually get into these comments, man, and say what up with our people, what they need to do for you, man? Hey, man, they need to do a country boy a favor. Make sure you subscribe. Your boy Big Low Country Sports. That's Big Low Country, spelled with a K-U-N-T-R-Y. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm from the country. So by the time I graduated college, I just realized I was spelling it wrong. My bad, man. <laughs> is it is it is it that you realize it or you didn't care at that point? <laughs> I don't think I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I cared. I don't, I don't think I cared. That's probably what it was. And like you, like um, I said, I'm Terry Arts 404. I do the Madden game, the 2K gaming. You know, all the gaming, you know, Madden 21 Mobile finna be coming real soon. So, hey, let's get into these comments, man. Uh, You got Ian Miles saying, what's up, family? Oh, and before that, we are very sorry about, we are very sorry about um last Wednesday. The comment somehow went out towards the end. And we wasn't able to get to anybody because they stopped showing until we actually ended the broadcast. So that was all that was all type of crazy, man. Shout out to Ian Ian Miles. What's up, family? Then you got Joseph Thor Antonio Lowe. What up, fellas? What's good? What's good? What's good? Ty Walker said, Hey, Bit Low Country Sports, can I come on? Because I am a Chiefs fan and I can give you my perspective. What you think about that, man? Oh should, man, should, should we have you know we can have them on? Uh, you know what? I tell you what, we'll check with Maggie T in the background, Ty. And hey, I would love to hear this because I know that you've been rocking with us for a minute. I love to hear your perspective, man. I mean, you know, I know that we got a 
Uh, you know, my homeboy Terry Artist 404, he said it's an agenda to the show, but you know, if it's cool with the if it's cool with MJ over here, you know, we'll definitely <laughs> come on, fam. Hey, it's cool with me. Um, what you want to do is I think um uh, email Miss Maggie T if you're on Facebook, or you can email um no, I said direct message um Miss Maggie Thornton on Facebook, or you know, email her at Miss Maggie T. I think Miss Maggie T at Atlanta Falcons Nation at gmail.com. Get in touch with her. She'll be letting us know if she can you know, let you in or not, but I'm pretty sure she won't have a problem with that. Jay Money said, What's up? What's happening, man? Man, what's, what's going, going on, Money? What's good with you? What's good with you? You see, you, fam? Hey, Jay Money, we hope you're good, man. Hope you and your family are doing well. You know, we appreciate you chilling out with us. Black Girl Interrupted said, What's up? Hi, y'all. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's going on, Miss Ashley? Ash. And uh, Ty Walker said, "Could you drop the link in the chat?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, uh, we'll get Miss Maggie T to drop it in there for us in just a moment. And then um, what we'll do is you need to make sure that you know you're in a in a good place with good audio, and um, you know, make sure that you know if you're using Bluetooth because we want to make sure that everybody else can hear you as well. So you know, you do that. Um, you know, we, we we could definitely get you on for a few minutes. And Harrison the Bunny said, "What up, fam? What's going on, Harrison?" And we got a quick question before we hop into our subject of the matter from Joseph Thornton. Do you, do you think we should hold on to Gerda since he's not being used properly? Go with that, coach. Hey, man. Uh, I I don't think we should because. Uh, it's one of those situations where we, money is going to become a valuable resource, especially uh, next year. And um, I mean, just from what I've seen, whenever he did get opportunities in those one-on-one situations, George, uh, Joseph, he just didn't make people miss. He, he didn't break the tackles or, you know, made people miss the way that he normally would have. So, I mean, yeah, I think we should, you know, kind of move, kind of move on. <laughs> Yeah, man, I mean, uh, we can use the actual, you know, cash base. Um, this team has more than just one hole to fill. But I think running back is one of the things that we can't get in the draft. So I'm the one of the ones that bought a tie girl in Jersey, but I wouldn't be mad to see him go, man. It just it's unfortunate for him. So it's nice to see him in a in a foul in a foul. It, it was it was nice to see him, but it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. Um so now we're going to hop straight into one of the parts of the meat and the potatoes. The recap of the Bucks game, man. Lo, I'm going to let you sign off on it first since you was there. Hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Recap of the Bucks game. We've seen this movie many times. This is basically like, you, you, you know what this reminded me of, Terry Artist? This reminds me of the Fast and Furious series. That's what this reminds me of. Why can't it just end? This reminds me of the Fast and Furious series. The first time, you remember the first time you seen Fast and the Furious? You were like, oh my goodness. Boy, that was, I've never seen nothing like that before. So the second time, you're like, man, they did it again. By the, by the time they did the 59th one, <laughs> he was like, "Well, we know what's gonna happen." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
So, you know, it, it's just one of those situations. And Ty Walker, I see that you just entered the stream. When it comes to the um part of the prediction versus the Chiefs, we will let you in and let you let you get your word in. That'll be basically your part of the show to where you can get your perspective on as a Chiefs fan, you feel me? So it, it, it's good to see that we got different fan bases hitting it up around here, you know? Hey man, I, I definitely appreciate it. You know, I know Ty, he he's came on and chatted up with us in the chats a few times, man. So hey Ty, I, I want to tell you before you even come on, bro. Thank you so much for chilling out with old country boy and old city boy. We really appreciate it, man. And we got Harrison the the bunny as well coming on in. Oh, okay. Okay. So I want to get to um that part in the time of that we would let you guys know and we would let y'all in so go go ahead um i think you was continuing with the recap of the bucks game yeah man yeah so basically this is this is this is like fast and furious 59 um where we seen you know the same thing happen over and over and we know what's going to happen at the end and this is what happened at the end you know uh offense came out they were popping off they were doing it big Next thing you know, it got to the point where, you know, they, they started to slow down and they started getting kind of predictable and coaches made mistakes and players made mistakes. And, you know, sooner or later, it gets to the point, man, where it's like, you know what? Why are we even blaming? Why are we even blaming anybody? Because everybody ain't doing right. You know, it's a situation where there's not an alpha male in the room. You know what I'm saying? There's not a guy that says, look, somebody needs to just, we need to just do right. All this, you know, oh, he messed up, he messed up situation. That's basically what it comes down to, man. That's basically what it comes down to at the end of the day. My perspective about this thing, man, is just um, how do we let it happen again? How do we let it happen again to the same person? You know that look he had? Down 17 to 0 was similar than he had when he was down by 25 points. So I'm guessing every time we play Tom Brady, he go like this on the sideline, just get ready to lose. So he yeah, like, that's right, right where he wanted. Yeah, I, I know the Falcon playbook by heart now, man. They ain't changed nothing since 2016. <laughs> uh, this is a reminiscence. This is a great time to be Tom Brady. And, you know, we can just go ahead and do this again. Come on, man. That's how you know you ain't changed nothing up. You are too predictable. Everybody that was under the Dan Quinn coaching tree, and, and it's how it just needs to go. Raheem Morris, too. Raheem Morris, too. I believe he needs to just go because he ain't doing no better, even though I think they're interviewing him, right, or whatever. What's that? I think they're going to give, um, what you call it, Raheem Morris an interview at a shot at a head coaching position, I'm like, this is his interview. You're seeing it. Yeah, that's what, what he said, what, too. What else do you need to see? That, what else what do you need too. to see, right? He said, he said, yeah, man, this is this, this is my interview. I was like, well, okay. I mean, look, the fact of the matter is anybody could, anybody could, could put their hat in the ring for the president of the United States. That doesn't mean that they're qualified and while they're on their own personal campaign trail, that's an ongoing interview. We don't we even though we know that they're not going to get it. No, they're interviewing for it. That Raheem Morris, he he has to interim coach a job and 
he started off well, but moving forward, I he, he looks like a black Dan Quinn out there. Let's just be honest. <laughs> like Dan Quinn went to Florida and he got a suntan, man. Like Dan like, Quinn quantum, like Dan Quinn quantum leaped into his body. That's that's what he looks like. <laughs> hey, the beast the manga said, "What's going on, below and Tara? What's happening? What's happening? Appreciate y'all. Um, appreciate y'all coming in and G G G. Well, Tony Wright says, "What's happening, Tara? Artist four hundred four and Bitlow. It's me, Anthony. Saying what's popping. All right, what's popping? What's happening? What's popping? What's popping? And why am OF James, I mean, Jamal 05 said, What's hashtag rise up, fellas? Yes, sir. Rise up to the death of me. You feel me? Hey, man. <laughs> and look, for everybody that's in the, the, everybody that's listening right now, uh, I want y'all to know that everybody that subscribes to me, to show y'all that I'm paying attention to you, YMOF, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what that means. That means young men of faith. Because I went and looked at his page after he subscribed to me. He's a he, he's a singer on a gospel group, actually. So so look, y'all. I like I said, I be appreciating the subscribes. I'm paying attention to everybody who's subscribing to me. So thank y'all so much. And Jamal, you keep doing what you're doing, bro. Right. I think you had 140 subscribers, something like I, that. I, I believe so. Yeah. I yeah. Go so. ahead and get that man to 200 by the two year, man. I know y'all can do it. Trying um, to get there, bro. Yeah, GGG said he doesn't deserve an interview. No, he doesn't. But I'm a, I'm gonna go to you, Lo. What do you think? Do he deserve to even have a interview? No, no. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. We're trying to change the culture, man. We're trying to change the culture. It, it's like it, this whole this whole all black thing that we were trying to do this year. Look, it don't matter what you put on the turd, the turd is still the turd. So it's like dressing this thing up and dressing this culture up, saying, oh, we're changing the culture. The same guys are still here. So whether it's Dan Quinn, we all should have known that Raheem Morris was who he was whenever he said, look, we did Dan Quinn a disservice. Whenever we heard that, we should all know. We shouldn't even got our hopes up because that's still the same culture that we have been going off of previously. That's why we're still blowing leads. That's why we're still doing the same dumb things. That's why we, and whenever it's a third and 12 or longer, we only rush three people and have the rest of the people in the end zone. Like that's, it is what it is, man. We need to get rid of all that. We need to get rid of all that. I don't even want to interview. Them. Get rid of all that bad mojo, man. Just all of it. toss it, all burn it, toss it. Do what you got to do. Tony Wright says, um, well, that's Anthony Wright. Late report, Julio Jones did not practice today, but it is a game-time decision this week. I hope he's ready to go, reason being he will go off on that KC defense. Do you think well, we need Julio Jones to dominate the Kansas City Chiefs defense? I mean, I don't think we need Julio. I think Julio's going to try to play. I don't think he's giving up on the season yet because Julio's trying to get those 1,000 yards. Um, you know, he, he's one of those guys where he's worried about his legacy. So, you know, he's not just going to say, well, I'm, I'm going to sit it out this week. Um, and sit it out until the end of the season. I think he's going to continue to try to get those consecutive thousand yard seasons in a row for, you know, cause he's trying to be a goat. 
Right, man. And I do appreciate like Julio for um being tough and doing all that, but you kind of got to think about life after football too. I mean, yeah. how many more hits you gonna take in the middle of the season? But you know, uh, I think he would make a huge difference if he was able to play though. If he was able yeah. to play, just just him being on the field alone. It's just like, okay, you still got to worry about that guy number 11. Yeah. You're right about um, that. Um, I see Asia popped into the comments here. What's up? What's up, Asia Green? Glad you What's can up, make Asia? it. Glad you can make it. And we got Tara Falcons. He said, we need a fresh start. Yeah. We're going we gonna to get into that a little bit later on, but you're absolutely right. But GGG said Arthur Smith for head coach. Are you a fan of the Arthur Smith train that's been going around? Oh, man. It's like, to be completely honest with you, like, like this whole Arthur Smith thing that's going around, like it, it, it's like I've been saying for weeks, guys, like unless we're sitting in the interview room um, with – with Arthur Blank and Rich McKay, like we we really don't we we really don't know who we want. Just looking back at Arthur Smith's past, and, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock anybody. I'm not gonna badmouth anybody. But I want y'all to whenever y'all get a chance, just do some research and look to see how Arthur Smith started coaching. So whenever y'all look at that, and I might just be thinking about this as a coach. I don't know if this would be our homework assignment, but but just look and see when when where was his first coaching job, what level it was at, and then y'all y'all might see what I'm talking about. We <laughs> y'all come back next week and we'll talk about it. That's all I'm going to say because I ain't going to badmouth nobody. <laughs> and Quentin Willis says Julio can't stop us from blowing double digit leads. I mean, I, I can't I can't back him up on that one. I can't back him up on that one. Um. Julio ain't the reason, but you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's still a problem when Julio is on the field. Like, what what do we have to do, man? What do we have to do as Atlanta Falcons fans to be like, hey, y'all need to play a whole four quarters, or hey, y'all need to coach a whole four quarters. You was in the suite. Did you whisper in somebody's ear, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, bro, let me tell you something, bro. It all comes down to one. It, 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 it is so simple that a lot of people don't even – it all comes down to the offensive line at the end of the day. It, it comes down to the offensive line and our offensive philosophy. Or whatever I say, our offensive philosophy, like this zone, this, this zone run blocking thing, like whenever you get into, you know, those fourth quarters with the lead, the zone run blocking thing is not going to work. Especially like because that zone run blocking scheme, if the team calls a blitz at the right time, it's blown up. If they call a blitz in the right gap at the right time, it's 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 done. It's done. So it's like if you go back and look, all these leads that we blown, it's like everybody's blocking and running to the side. I'm just gonna tell you, man. The reason why we're blowing these leads is we're because we can't run the ball in the third or fourth quarter. And whenever y'all get a chance, just go back and look at the game. Go back and look at the Super Bowl. Like we made a lot of calls where we we threw some passes, but 
I'll be doggone. If you take a look and see, we tried to run the ball before then. We just couldn't do it. We got to be able to run the ball in the third or fourth quarter. Yeah, man. And actually, we better get into one of the most, you know, intriguing topics of this here, right here. Um, do we, the Atlanta Falcons, have bad luck? And this time, we're actually going to bring in Harrison the Bunny into the stream so he can get his little chime in on this, too. So I know he has a lot to say. What's up, Harrison the Bunny? What's yo, up, yo, yo, what up? What What's up, up fam? What's good? Hey, man. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all? We man, good, we man. Man, we part of the cloudy. Hey, th- mm-hmm. thanks for coming down onto the stream, man, and giving us your opinion. So Anytime, anytime. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So go ahead and let it all out, Playboy. What's your feelings about the Atlanta Falcons right now? Do we have bad luck? What's going on here? Um... Yeah, we do have bad luck because it's just because of the culture. I mean, like culture can, like culture can change a whole franchise at any time, at like any given time, any anywhere. And um, our culture is just blowing leads, and we're soft, you know. What you think about that, um, low? I mean, I, hey, you hit the nail on the head, Harrison, because, look, man, I, I completely agree with you because just like I mentioned earlier, not being able to run the ball in the fourth quarter uh-huh. makes a huge difference. You know what I'm saying? So if if you're playing against a team that can't run the ball and, you know, instead of running at you, they're running to the side with this old zone run blocking deal, of course, man. Like if I'm if I'm coaching against them, and I'm going to tell my guys, I like, look, man, these guys are soft, freshly <laughs> soft. It's just hard because like we have a pass happy corn offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, we pass happy. Yeah, you're right because uh, you you, you know what dirt's cutter dirt cutters uh um what his his resolution to to this whole coronavirus pandemic was don't you um i don't know all all i know is all all i know is um his plan was just to throw the balls receivers as his only weapons on the field yeah that's all yeah. i know and that that was his resolution to the coronavirus to throw the ball to the <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> And instead of like when he finally decided to use the backs, we use our fullback instead of our top running back. <laughs> I mean, man, the, the, it's a toxic culture here, man. Ever since, I, I mean, I wanted, I want to say before Dan Quinn because not many people bring this up. But Mike Smith was once up seventeen to zero two in the NFC title game, and he blew mm-hmm. that. We yeah. we should have been super that year, and we could have possibly won. Yeah. Hey man, yeah. we could have won that thing in New Orleans, out of all places. In New Orleans, yeah. out of all places, they know they didn't want they didn't want that smoke. And then, right before the Super Bowl, right before the Super Bowl, you remember in the 2015 season, we went to London, right? 
That was the year we went to London and we was up twenty one to zero on Detroit and then we ended up losing oh, that game. Oh yeah. That's when Mike Smith lost his job right there. That's what <laughs> lost his job. That that that's just bad. Like I don't get how you blow a twenty one point lead with like under five minutes. You know? Yeah, and Ty Walker, who was actually in the stream, you know, waiting for us to get to this Kansas City game. But the bad luck is from blowing double-digit leads, sadly, for you guys. Hey, man, it, it's a culture down here in Atlanta, man. Da- down in Georgia, period. It's just like, I'm not here to shame the Bulldogs or whatever because I ain't a fan. But it's it just like a when when you think that all the Georgia teams got it, they 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 don't. So we just need to change the culture. That's all. It's the like all, needs to be it's, changed. It's like all the teams is being coached by the same coach. <laughs> like as their um as the culture is from the NFL to college teams to like the to like the whole city. Like you saw how Georgia blew that game to Alabama and like still like I don't know how like yeah. What you what you feel about that low um with all the teams in Georgia? Man, I feel like I don't know what those Saints fans did out there in New Orleans, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of voodoo them boys doing out there. But I think they must put something on it. Some kind of roots or voodoo dogs or something. It don't make no sense. All this stuff that's been going on. I ain't never seen nothing like it before. <laughs> Hey guys, hey, Joseph, what's up? Um, I asked um Mad Mike and Maggie T this, and they said, and they said yes, and I want to ask y'all the same thing. Do y'all okay. think that? Do y'all think we uh suck if Dirk again next year if Dirk is still the offensive coordinator? If Dirk Cutter is the is the offensive coordinator, we're gonna see the same results on offense. Ain't yeah. nothing going to change, man. I actually did a video some weeks back, and he, I think it was like out of a span, out of 12 seasons, or it might have been 10, he had two good productive rushing seasons, which means he was more balanced. And both of those was, I think, well, I think one was with like Jacksonville or something, and the other one was with Tampa Bay. Other than that, all the years he's been here, he sucked. So I don't I don't see it changing, man. What you think about that, Lowe? Yeah, man. Yeah, sometimes it's kind of like it's like my my wife said, Harrison. Uh, whenever we were talking about the Falcons, it's like it, it it was a great analysis that she made. But at the end of the day, you are who you are. You know, <laughs> it's like whenever times get hard, you're always going to go back to who you originally were. Like you, you can flex the muscle as much as you want to, but at the end of the day, the Falcons. Under this regime, the Falcons are the Falcons. You see what I'm saying? Man, Why do you think he ruined Jameis? Like, he yeah. ruined Jameis. Like, instead of chugging it down like Nick and Duckin, he made him, like, throw the ball down the field repeatedly. And, like, he started to get he, he started to get inconsistent, like, as he threw, threw the ball downfield so many times. Like, he a gunslinger, but, like, he couldn't control it because he was doing it like so many times, like it was unbalanced with it. Yeah. Look, look, Harrison, the longer that the ball travels in the air, the more of a risk it is. I don't care how great of a quarterback you are. Yeah. 
in situations where you don't, if you don't have levels, if you don't have options, uh, like this offense that we're seeing now, where there's just three people running down the field, or you just have two people running down the field and you just have one check down. If you don't have options, the ball you're going to turn, you're going to turn the ball over. Either you're going to throw an interception. You're going to have the quarterback holding the ball for a very long time because it's going to be a long developing play, or it's going to get tipped and somebody's going to pick it off. So, I mean, that's and in that particular case, it just is what it is. I think James is a great quarterback. I feel like he needs some good coaching, and that's why I'm telling everybody right now if, if Sean Payton, if he continues to work with James and James starts. Y'all better hold on, and if, if you if you play fantasy football, you better get Jameis because he's gonna burn some draws. <laughs> and real quick, my um, wife at Kishi Corner said, "I I don't blame us, LL. Tony, you're telling me about the Thanksgiving game, man. She put voodoo on us. That that just <laughs> be real, man. She had my homeboy spooked in the living room, bro. And then he thought I had a Matt Ryan doll. I'm like, what would I do that for? <laughs> it was." And then that was that Thanksgiving game where uh, Ridley Farmer going into the end zone, Julio fumble trying to got down, um, hit a three sixty, you know, in the air and oh, stuff yeah, like, like that. Oh yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that that was a crazy Thanksgiving in the Smith household, but you know, it, yeah, <laughs> it was an atrocity. I'll tell you that. Like <laughs> so many, so many turnovers. And real quick, bit low. Uh, Anthony Wright says, "Bit low. What would your thoughts be on Marvin Lewis becoming the Atlanta Falcons' next head coach and Hugh Jackson becoming our offensive coordinator?" Uh, I'm cool with Hugh Jackson becoming the offense coordinator. Not cool with uh, Marvin Lewis becoming the head coach uh, because you know we were just saying that we need the culture change. And if, if I don't know if you remember uh, Tony, but look, man, or Anthony Wright. <laughs> but look, man. Uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, you remember all those knuckleheads that were in 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 Cincinnati. Those guys had the talent to be a very very talented team. They just couldn't get their minds right. And if we get Marvin Lewis, it, it's just like I was just saying. We're gonna go back to what we we're gonna be doing the same thing we originally been doing. Marvin Lewis, he's a good coach, but if you're trying to get to the next step, the next level. I, I I don't I don't want to do that. So um we was gonna hop into this um next topic, but they kind of intertwine with each other. We've already been saying, so I'm gonna just do one, and it's gonna kind of answer both. Uh, the first one was, do we need a culture change? But I'm gonna highlight this one. Where do we go from here? So. What type of culture change do you think we need, Harrison the Bunny? And where do we go from here, in your perspective? Um. So, so yes, we need the uh, clean house. Everybody needs to go. We need to like start from scratch. And um, I don't know exactly who, but really, we just need a coach who's gonna um, be disciplined, hold everybody accountable. Have that, uh, have that leadership mentality, and like be like um, be responsible for his own actions. 
All right, what you think of what you think about it? Um, low. I ain't mean to cut you off there. What you done, um, Harrison? Um, also, um, just get off as a corner who's just gonna get everybody involved and not be a decoy. I, I feel you. I feel you on that one hundred percent. What you got for us, Coach Low? Yeah, man. I I mean, y'all y'all already know who I want. The guy I've been calling for. I want that boy Jim Harbaugh. Go ahead and open up the Dockers. Let that man get his package. <laughs> and you know, I mean, let, let, let's run with it. Thomas, I don't want a defensive coach for the next coach. I want an offensive-minded coach. And I want a rock star defensive coordinator. That, that's what I want. Because these defensive coaches, y'all heard my spiel last week. They go into there, they go into the game with a plan. They're not gonna, they're not gonna change from that plan because they feel like they prepared enough for everything that's going on. So yeah, I mean get right, me and, Jim. Ty, and Ty Walker actually says Eric be enemy for our guys for our coach. You know what? When we bring you on for the predictions, I'm going to ask you why. In your perspective, you're a Chiefs fan, so I'm going to ask you why. Why would you think that he is a great fit for the Atlanta Falcons? But let's let's hold that to you to you come on. Um, Joseph Thornton says, "Stop putting practice players on the best receivers." Uh, Tyler Hall and Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what costs us the game right there. You, you, you know what, man? We've done some crazy, crazy things, man. I know y'all remember the Chargers game. But we had Keith Smith out wide as a wide receiver. Like, <laughs> that 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 right there, that, that was atrocious. That was very atrocious. Um, We need somebody to come in and kick ass and take names. Yeah. So, let, let me ask you this, Harrison. Harrison, uh, would you rather have a, like, I mean, when I say quiet and reserved, speak speak about like a tight like Tony Dungy. You know, he he's gotten the job done, but he was more quiet, reserved. You know, older guy. You know, just like mellow. Or would you want like a younger guy, or even an older guy that's yelling, is yelling at you all the time, getting you right, getting you straight, making sure you pumped up. Uh, you a, aggressive coach because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna put discipline into the players and that's what we need here on this team. You know, as as much as as much as you you're not gonna like it, you just you just need that discipline, that fire in you. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, I I I, I agree with you on that. And Lo, I'm gonna come to you with the same question. You were you you've been a coach before, so. What what is it about a coach that can fire up a player? I mean, I can speak from a player's perspective in like basketball, football, whatever. But as a as a coach, um, how how do you see that reaction like from you hyping them up and stuff like that? Do it always work out? I mean, I know it don't always work out, but you know, what's the ultimate? I don't turn on turn on with that. Uh, I I put it to you like this, John. So. You know, you're a parent. You know, you got yeah. two kids, and oh, you know, you know, you know, you know what to say and when to say it and how to say it to your kids, right? So it's like you know, you like your your son or or your daughter. You you know, if this is a situation where I need to just look at them, or if I need to, you know what I'm saying, 
be more direct. That's the beauty of coaching because throughout, you know, throughout your time with players, you learn players. So it's like, you know, some coaches just have natural disposition. You know, Tony Tony Dungy, he's a he's he he's people say people see him and think he's a quiet guy, but I've seen videos of him chewing people's out, taking people's lunch. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> taking a calm bread. <laughs> but you know, coaching is all about knowing what to say in different situations and considering what player that it is. So, you know, if it's a guy who, you know, he's a thinker, you know, you don't gotta you don't gotta, you know, cuss this man out or you know what I'm saying, give him all that. You you can just say something to him. Yeah, you told the story about whenever, you know, y'all won a state championship in basketball. You said that. Well, tell tell everybody what what the coach came in the locker room and told y'all. Ah uh, man, so to keep a long story short, uh, we we played like a lot of games, uh, two games and no three games in two days and two on the same day. So we came out kind of tired in that championship game after traveling from Atlanta to Savannah, and what ended up happening was I think we were down by like twenty five points, and the coach, the coach really didn't really have to say much because he knew that he had that team around, and then he he gave us a look, gave us a little motivational speech, and that and that's all we needed. So sometimes in that moment, sometimes it's all what you need is just be quiet, calm, relaxed, and get the job done. But then if your coach see you slacking at that like you really ain't trying, then you need to be cussed out. Yeah. Because the, yep. the coach knows what you're capable of doing. You know and what I'm saying? Honest, and to be honest, you said they're coming from a coaching perspective. Uh, players lean to certain coaches. Like, say if you was my coach, and I know you would be stern on me if you needed to be, but if I come to you with like a personal problem and you become that parent, man, that that that's 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 tight bond for life. That's right. tight bond for life, and that's very mm-hmm. important to have to have them certain key relationships to certain players. But yeah. um, Andrew G says I'm not mad at Tyler Hall though. I'm mad at the coaching staff for setting that setting that shit up. What you think about that, Harrison? That's a fact because like <laughs> you put like this guy's getting his experience, and you put him on a Hall of Fame receiver, and you know that Brady looking from pre-snap that he's going to hit him. Yeah. So why, like, like, yeah, like, yeah, that don't make that don't make no sense. Like, should have I mean, played zone. Plus, we don't got the DBs to play man. Regardless, like, we don't got the secondary to play man on on uh Tampa's receivers. Yeah, we only got. Really, one, maybe two, if we put Isaiah Oliver in the slot. But Terrell is so hey, young, man, and he's and he's and he's been going at the number one uh, receivers like uh, Slant Thomas, uh, Michael Evans. Then you got to go up against um, Keenan Allen and back to back to back week. So that's a lot on that um, young player as well. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Harrison. That's just that's just a lot. That's just a lot of pressure put on him. I mean, yeah, at the same time, like that decision for the Tyler Hall, that's just that's just poor decision making. Like you you can't make that bull crap decision in the in the fourth quarter. Like 
like you you just can't do that. That ain't the player fault. That's the coach's fault. Yeah, that's true enough. Um, um, Tavon Walking said we need to look at Don Martintel from the Ravens as head coach and candidate. What you think about that coach, Lo? Hey man, I mean, uh, once again, you know, we can't really go based off of the results of you know what we're seeing on the field because we don't we don't know who's responsible for it because we're not in the coach's room. You know, he, he he's lined, you know, he's set up as the he, he has that official title, but you know, just ask just ask LaFleur, you know, who was responsible for the Falcons offense a few seasons ago. You I mean you see what I'm saying? it's just one of those situations where, you know, unless we're sitting in the room, you know, in flowery branch, you know, and we hear the we hear the interview, so we, we can't really say. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, man. Uh, thanks to what personality put out a big shot on that one right there. Um, we need a new owner. I'm tired of Uncle Blank, too. Look. Probably. Look, probably. Look, probably. I I know um, Lowe might have a difference of words with this, but um, I, I, I mean, when is enough enough? Like, now, if he comes back and brings back Dirt Cutter after – after what he's done the past few years, then yeah, then we're screwed. To go. Then we screw it. It'll be time for him to go. Um, I, you sure. often hear that your team is a reflection of the coach, right? But who is the coach supposed to be a reflection of? The guy up top, right? So it all starts from the top and it all come down to the players, man. So. I mean, it might be time for him to sell the team to somebody in the family. Who who knows, man? What do you think about that, Lo? Man, as long as Arthur Blank is giving us those three dollar and fifty cent chicken fans, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm sorry, I can't go against Arthur, man. But nah, I'm, <laughs> look, Arthur made some Arthur and Rich McKay because you can't leave Rich out of this situation. Both of them made some bad decisions. With with this, these past this past coaching hire, um, I don't think Mike Smith was a bad decision. I think Mike Smith was a good decision for where the Falcons were at that point in time. You know, we were at the bottom of the barrel, and he made us a contending team. He couldn't get us to the next level, but you know, everybody knocks Mike Smith. You know, he 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 was one of the top Falcons coaches of all time. But you know, this Dan Quinn hire. <sighs> Dan Quinn, he, <laughs> hey, he wasn't, uh, we found out, you know how people lie on their, uh, in their interviews? Right. Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn lied, lied on this interview. Then yep. they get to the he job sure and it's totally different. Yeah, to the job. <laughs> Dan Quinn said that he could speak French in his interview and then he came there talking about bonjour. Okay. He always say some safe crap in his interviews too. He, also, he always say some safe crap in his interviews. Yeah. He says the same thing for every loss. Man, we're gonna get fired up. You know, we're gonna get fired up, and we're gonna in the brotherhood. Yeah. You know, about the brotherhood here, man. Like what? Like what? And the next thing you know, you only score seven. And next thing you know, you only score seven points, or you blow a twenty-five point lead. But what I can say about Dan Quinn. We've never heard him throw our players under the bus. Now that's a that's a new low. Yeah. From Raheem. And me, I'm all supportive, supportive of, you know, 
him being the coach. But uh, after that, it was time for him to go. And then I should have took an early notice. In the first game, he was a defensive coordinator, and they said, you know, if you listen to um, Atlanta Fox and Taylor here, they reiterated saying that um that he didn't even game plan for Russell Wilson, but he game plan for the running back. What, what the? That's retarded. Whoa, <laughs> that is so dumb, man. I'm like, why would you game plan for a a run a, a running back that? Like I've never even heard of him. Like, why game plan for a running back who's not even top ten instead of a quarterback who's won the Super Bowl? Like, oh, oh damn, Cole is so stupid. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, yeah, I, that's, I that gets on my nerves. That gets on my nerves. I guess it's some things that we should have caught heat of. Like they were telling us before it actually happened, and now it's just blowing up in our face, man. Like. Real talk, real spit, man, and it's just embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. Like, like I told my wife the other day, man. Even though we all Falcons fans, you know, to the day that we die, but it's kind of hard to put on a jersey now. But I do it. <laughs> After we lose, I put on a jersey, go to the store, and everybody looking at me like, "Boy, I pray for you." <laughs> I didn't even wear my Julio Jones jersey that my stepdad bought me. I didn't even oh, wear. Yeah. Yeah, hey, man, you wear it. Maybe we'll win. Maybe we'll surprise the cheese. Yeah, <laughs> oh, hey, I want to. I want to give a shout out to my that. homeboy Triple G, man. Triple G said, "Hey, big low, there's a room to go around that you beat for with bad bite." Spill the beans. <laughs> wait, so <laughs> hey, so wait, hold on. Uh, what is going on? Uh, not that, not that I know of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what to talk about, Triple G. <laughs> it's, all, it's all peaches around here, man. You know, hey, bro. You know, you know, family. You know. Yeah, it's, it's I didn't know about family. I didn't know about no beef going on. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about it either. <laughs> you tell me about the beef, Triple G. Huh? Oh yo, I also forgot that. Um, I think it was two years ago where Dan Quinn decided to play cover two in the red zone against Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hopefully we learn from that mistake, y'all. Hopefully we learn from that mistake. But mm-hmm. now we're going to go ahead and to – I wanted to kind of get into this a little bit early since we got somebody else coming in. Prediction versus the Chiefs. And since we got a Chiefs fan in the building, Walker, what's happening? What up, what up, what up? What up? Hey, what up, what up? Welcome to the stream. Welcome to the stream. Glad that you on. What's good, Ty? What up? What's good? Hey, I yeah, know I that like y'all... <laughs> I know that y'all all happy and smiling over there. Y'all coming off of the Super Bowl and y'all like what only lost like one, maybe two games. And y'all going to the playoffs. So let me know. Let me know. What is your feelings about this game coming up particularly? Uh, do y'all think that y'all would just, like, roll over us? Do you think that uh, it would be a trap game? Or what's that? You know, if you come to talk your ish, then come and talk your ish. Let's go. Um, what you got? Um, Patrick Mahomes is going to get his big car, and he's going to run over the Falcons. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he might do that. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. <laughs> he might do that. 
Wait, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not going to be a little car. It's going to be like a, a big truck. Not a little car. Like a big truck Mahomes going to have. He's just going to come over from Kansas City and just run over the Falcons with the big truck. <laughs> so 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 do you get like a breakdown or you know how it's going to happen or like a score prediction or any of that um, sorts last time i did a score prediction um something bad happened no 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 last time i did a score prediction we almost lost to denver so no because that score predictions i did i i said we're gonna lo- we're gonna beat the Broncos, we're going to score 50 points on them, and, and then we almost lose to them. It's like, uh-uh, I'm not doing score prediction ever again. <laughs> hey, I understand Anything that, can man. happen. Yeah, yeah. score prediction. <laughs> hey, rise up, Laker. Hey, rise up, Lakers. You're never going to get the lead in this game. It's not even going to be – you guys are not even going to get the lead in the fourth quarter. Ooh. We're going to have the lead the whole entire game. Well, you know, I'm all talking this smoke. She came on talking this smoke. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Like, uh, I'm, I'm agreeing with Todd because I'm because I'm just um like like I'm just going with the facts. I mean, like it's it's just true. Like, um, I got yeah, Rise Up Lakers said we're going to give up the lead in the fourth against KC. Uh, Coach, look what you think about that. Man, it's gonna be a First of all, what you think about what this person saying at the bottom? (laughs) What you thinking about that comment? It's gonna be a close game. (laughs) Like I said, it's gonna be a close game. This is what Mahomes gonna have in his. This is what Mahomes is driving. He's just running all over the Falcons. Wow. Now, now, see, I, I, I can't have that happen, man. Uh, I, I, I did say that y'all might win convincingly, but I gotta be the one that wrapped the Falcons big time here, man. We gonna come in there and we gonna take it over. This is gonna be that game that we had versus the 49ers. Last year, around this time, it's gonna be a whole lot closer than what you think. And we might not F up in the fourth quarter. I'm playing. We gonna beat the Chiefs. We gonna beat the Chiefs, go take a shower, put on some clothes, (laughs) and then go to the parking lot and eat some barbecue. Go ahead and run. Big country. Big country. All right. Rise up, Lakers said, this is a trap game. (laughs) This is a trap game. And Ice Finesse says, all right, all right. Too cocky now. Pat Mahone is going to throw three picks. There y'all go. Come on. (laughs) Come on, Falcons fans. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. Mahone's not throwing three picks. No. No. But what did you think Uh, about He rarely throws interceptions. He really what, those interceptions. What'd you think you about want, that, though? You want me to what, tell you what, about what's your I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you how this game is going to go. This game is going to go a lot like the first game of the season because we all know that the Falcons do run that, that deep zone. Mahomes is going to be taken down a lot. He might take one or two shots, but he's not going to be taking shots all game long. So <laughs> it's going to be a lot of takedowns. It's going to be a lot of, you know, five to 11 yard passes and you know if if they, if they catch us you know with our pants down of course pat he's gonna take a shot but i don't think it's gonna be shots like he took against tampa bay a couple weeks ago i mean 20 yards in the first 20 yards in the first quarter and, and <laughs> i mean that, that about that i don't know per se uh i think they will take their shots because they got the cheetah over there and his swing 
McCole. So they might try to take deep shots. It might not work. I don't know. But I think they will try to get us deep early and often. We got the cheetah and we got the jet. <laughs> well, no, we got the jet. What oh, yeah, you the jet McCall. The jet McCall. The jet McCall. I feel you. I feel you, McCall Hartman, on that one. That's one of my favorite players, actually. Uh, Harrison the Bunny, what you think about this game? Um, I just, I just hope this. I just hope we don't give up two hundred yards to Tyreek Hill again, first quarter. Quarter. It will. It will. No, I, I, I don't think you'll have, ever have a 200-yard game again. And I just hope Mahomes doesn't have 400 yards in the first half. Really, really just play just, just play disciplined football. Just, just, just play disciplined football. That, that's all I'm going to say. We, we, we kind of do have a weapon in our hands. You guys you know your interim coach? Yeah, Raheem Morris. Oh, okay. That's not. The, never mind. That's not the guy I was thinking of. That's a different team. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of our old coach. I thought. I thought you had our old coach. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, Who's nah, that? Who was that? Uh, I forgot his name. It was the guy before Andy Reid? I forgot his name. What his name was? Romeo. Oh, oh yeah, Romeo Cornell. Yeah, I thought. Uh, you, nah. I thought that was. Yeah, I thought that. I don't know why I thought you guys oh, said him no. for a second. <laughs> so so big low. What is your score prediction, man? Break 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 it break it down like a coach. And what is your score? I think I think we're gonna keep. We're gonna have them checking down a lot because nobody plays safer defense than the Falcons. <laughs> I think I think Patrick Mahomes is gonna complete <laughs> thirty passes. Thirty. He's gonna. He's going to complete thirty passes, at least thirty passes in this game. I think they're, I think they're, they're not going to get any rushing yards. I think they, they're going to have under fifty rushing yards from their running back. Patrick Mahomes might break off a run. Which one? Is Hilaire healthy? Because I, I heard that you know. Um, he, he's kind Clyde of is not playing. He's out for okay. the regular season, so it's okay. Le'Veon Bell. So I, I could run about as fast as Le'Veon Bell right now. So, <laughs> so I don't think that they're going to get more than fifty yards. Patrick Mahomes going to dink and dunk. He's going to eat us up. It's going to be a close game. Uh, I'm not All right, Harrison the Barney. I mean the Bunny. What you got? Um, I'm gonna go. I don't know how we're gonna do with um Dirk Cutter as our offensive corner versus defending champs. But um this is a tough one. I got the Chiefs thirty yeah. something, like thirty something at um You have um, like forty burger on you guys. Uh no, nah, no, nah, nah, y'all ain't nah, pulling up nah. pulling up forty on us. I got thirty I mean, I ain't trying to be negative, but I, I'm just gonna say 30, 30 to ten. That's all. Hey, like, hey, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to be negative, Ooh, but like thirty to ten, Lord. Yeah, 20, but, a twenty, a twenty point lead on us, man. <laughs> like, we we playing, we playing the defending champs, and like when when their house is gonna be hard. I'm just saying, like I'm saying, I just hope we play this point football. 
So, Ty, I, I got a question, bro. Yeah, yeah, question, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> How long have you been a Chiefs fan? All my life, bro. All my life. Okay, so I'm not going to ask you how old you were. I mean, how old you are. So, I'm, I'm just going to assume. So, let me think. Uh, before Romeo Cornell, who was your head coach? I don't even think I was alive at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for breaking it down, bit low, bro. We we do uh appreciate your fandom of the Chiefs. You feel me? You know the belief. Yeah, but come on, yeah. you, you you got these dirty bird steppers over here, man. That we 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 win the games that we're not supposed to win. Feel That's like true, that. That's one true. Game, the two games that you guys were not supposed to win: the Carolina game and that Raiders game. And I will say. Hey, thank you for being the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, cause, because uh, uh, that's your that's your most hated rival, right? The Raiders, or is it the the Broncos or the Chargers? Everyone in that division. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody can get the smoke. <laughs> yeah, they all get the smoke. Yeah. So, uh, I know. Andrew, so you said Andrew, that you was going. Oh, go ahead, Lo. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Andrew D. He he asked us a question. He wanted to know what defensive scheme should we run in Atlanta for? I, I'm I'm assuming for this game, uh, that the the first defensive scheme that we should run is 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 putting our hands together and praying. Yeah, I'm praying. <laughs> praying that Mahomes no, no, for 400. No, we are not running Good. no cover two, so y'all can throw no, Tyreek. No. Tyreek Hill gonna, 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 gonna have 300 yards in the first half. I don't want to see that glove with the deuces on there. No. Because, no. <laughs> you, you know, he famous for doing. And, and my wife was like, what is that on his hand? I said, oh, he throwing up the deuces. He just got on um, fire for that, so he was smart and put it on his glove. All right, get out of here. So you talking Man. all this, Matt? What is your score prediction of the game? You know, I don't guess. We need that. No, we need that. <laughs> zero to zero. <laughs> zero zero. That counts as a score hey. prediction. Thank y'all, okay, okay, okay. fans, for coming through. Agent Green said thirty-seven to thirty-four. Okay, you want a real score that, prediction? That 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 can that can be legit. Because we know Kansas City defense ain't all that either. <laughs> Kansas City defense okay, will, overrated. Kansas City defense I will, overrated. I haven't been fancy. They messed up. Anyway, I so. will give you the like, for real score prediction. Um, I think this going to be a, a for real blowout. I mean, we're going to show you guys why we're the champions. Um, I, our defense going to show up. If Julio Jones does play, we're going to put um, DeAndre Baker, our new guy, on him. And we're also going to double team with Tyron Matthew. And then we'll put uh, Juan Thor. We'll have Calvin Ridley. With Juan Thornhill, you guys oh, are gonna. Oh, 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 he getting burned. Yeah. Kevin really go burn Thornhill. He, he about to dust them off. I'm going to tell you to be a, to be completely honest with you, Ty. I, I don't really think it matters, it, and it's shown over the years that you know whether Julio plays or whether he doesn't play. Matt Ryan, like he, Matt Ryan's still Matt Ryan. So Matt Ryan like, sacked four times. Well, Matt Ryan's would burn your draws off. So make sure you wear two pairs. Hey, Matt and Matt Ryan's and Tara Falcons. Tara Falcon said, thank you for beating our rival Saints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the, that, that's the only one we care about right there. <laughs> the other two, yeah. Hey, we also beat Car we also beat Tampa Bay and Carolina also. 
I mean, as long as you beat New Orleans, we all right. Cause they, they, yeah, they, they be talking, they be talking a whole lot of crap, man. That's they be talking greasy over there. They be talking and, greasy. And my score, my score prediction would be twenty-seven to twenty-four, Atlanta. This is going to be the game where uh, apparently the best kicker in the league, Young Way Cooper, Young Way Cooper. Young Way Koo. Kick the field goal to Harrison win it. Butker? With time running out. Right, worry about Harrison no. Butker. No, ain't nobody worried young, about that. Young Way Koo. What? Young Way Koo, best kick. Young Way Koo's a goon, there. Harrison Butker. Ain't nobody worried about Harrison Young Way Koo. It's Young Way Koo. Harrison Butker, boys. <laughs> so, Ty Walker, you got anything else to say? Uh, I got two things. Um, I so I, I can I, I will say um, I do got a YouTube channel. Um, Ty Walker, um, Road to a Hundred. Um, yeah. What you do? What you do over there? Um, I just do. I mostly talk about Chiefs. Um, this I did a live stream earlier today doing a fan, like doing a fantasy football sit them and start them, and fantasy pickups earlier today. And I, I talk about a lot of Chiefs, and I do a lot of. You can people can come on my live stream with me and do like a live panel with me. So yeah, I do like a lot of sports stuff. Oh. Okay, okay. So you definitely want to um link up to Bit Low Country's channel as well. He don't he don't just do Atlanta Falcons. He do NFL. He do NBA. He'll be doing baseball, mm-hmm. whatever. So he'll be touching bases on all teams over there, man. Mm-hmm. So and Ty Walker is a YouTube, right? Yeah, just Ty Walker. And I will and say one more thing. I will say one more thing. I was talking about earlier in the comments when you're talking about the coaches. I was talking about Eric Bieniemy. Um, I think Eric Bieniemy would be a perfect fit for your guys' coaching situation. For one, I know. I mean, I know you guys need help on defense, but you guys are like an offensive minded organization. I mean, would you guys agree with that? I mean, Eric yeah. Bieniemy would be an Eric Bieniemy being an offensive coordinator. I mean, he would work well with Matt Ryan in that offense. Actually, could get our running backs involved in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Big and tight ends. And tight ends get involved as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, we appreciate you, um, Ty Walker, for joining the AFN stream. You know, we appreciate you coming on. And I want to ask y'all... you a question, though, Ty Walker. I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I think Eric enemy is an unknown. I think uh, – we're in a situation right now where Matt Ryan is in his twilight years, and I, I don't think that we should risk, you know, those final years with Matt Ryan and with the team that we're trying to change the culture with a coach that never been a head coach in the National Football League before. But Eric Bieniemy is ready to become a head coach, and he won't be. An people just like record. saying, yeah. people just like saying Eric Bieniemy. We don't know who Eric Bieniemy is. We don't know if his success comes from Andy Reid or if he's actually back there getting things together himself. Because look, it's easy to drive fast when you got a Ferrari with Patrick Mahomes. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I don't know I if. I will say this: you get you, you say he's an unknown. Mm-hmm. He won't be an unknown after this game. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. All right. Yeah, man. That's if, a he, cool if, he, if, he, if he need a game like this to be known, that I don't know if I want yeah, him. Yeah. I, 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 I think he became known as an offensive coordinator. I want him to be known versus the number one defense. I want him to go straight to number one defense in the league and okay. stuff like that. You feel me? Not, not okay, us. Hey. We back there. <laughs> you got to admit, though, this big country. Hey, Eric Bieniemy is better like than an Adam Gase or a Bill O'Brien or Dan Quinn. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He yeah he's is, better he than is. a. He's better than a. Um, he's definitely better than a Dan Quinn, and also a Bill O'Brien. Adam Gacy, he definitely lost that locker room in New York. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Right, he was just Dan Quinn reincarnated. Exactly. He he he's Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn quantum leap into Raheem Morris's body. That's why he's <laughs> doing the same thing that Dan Quinn used to do. I'm just gonna leave yep. you off with this. I'm just gonna leave you off with this big country. If if the enemy goes to a different team and does very good, just think, just think of me when you think of Eric B. Enemy doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got the time. I got yeah, you. Man, it's the Falcons' bad luck, man. But we appreciate <laughs> you hopping on. Y'all go subscribe to Ty Walker, man. Help him get to his journey on YouTube as as we all are trying to get there. And we appreciate you. Appreciate it, Ty. Y'all be easy, bro. Be easy. All right, Steve. All right, Falcons fans. We're getting into the most important topic in the conversation of our stream here. And this is all about y'all. Falcons fans, Q&A. Questions. Questions. You got them? Put them all in the, in the comments. Uh, let's see. Gonna go find one right now. If you got one, go ahead and put it up, low. If you see yeah, a thing man. that you want to answer, um, Andrew G says we should have Todd Gurley throw a pass like Gage, and maybe we get some production from him, and nobody <laughs> would. Hello, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Harrison the Bunny man. What you think about that? First of all. <sighs> That'll be hilarious. Now that would just be hilarious for him to throw pass. That's all I think. Man, I don't know if y'all noticed, but like have y'all have y'all seen Tiger's like body language out on the field? Like have you have you ever been asked to do something or been put in a situation where you know you're not gonna be successful, but I I gotta do it because I get paid five million dollars this year. <laughs> so like if you watch his body language, I was watching him whenever I was at the game. He was just standing on the sidelines, like, you know, I'm I'm just here so I could finish up this season and you know, I I know I'm not gonna get used to my full potential. It, and it's like it, it's terrible, man. Like you really hate to see it. You really hate to see it. What's up, uh Wallace Smith? You good? How you been? What's going on, Terrell? Nothing what much. What's going nothing on, much. man? You, you in on the what's right up, part no? of the show, to be honest. You in on the right part of the show. First of all, we want to know. We done already said. We done already said what we're going to say. Um, Where do we go from here? Well, where do we go from here? We gotta, uh, This whole staff got to go. And we got to you go. Know, whoever the new GM or the head coach is going to be. Hopefully they get us in the right direction. And mainly going to be uh, 
whoever the new head coach is, is his coaching staff that he's going to put around Matt Ryan for, for him to be successful. Yeah, man. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. And uh, also, still, I want to get you. Uh, we still have the talent. Yeah. I don't think we need to necessarily rebuild. We can just retool and be right back right. at it. And I, and I also want to get your thoughts on this comment right here saying that Ty Gurley should get a touch, should get a throw like Russell Gage did. What you think about that? Ty Gurley, what? Should Ty Gurley get a chance to throw the ball? Repeat that again. <laughs> Should Ty Gurley get a chance to throw the ball? No. Okay, so, uh, huh? <laughs> you said no? No, no, he's not. He's not. He's not playing. He's not active like he was. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. yeah you're definitely right about that. You're definitely right about that. Hey, um, I got nothing to say, so uh, so I'm gonna head out here. It was nice to join you on the scene. Yeah, definitely, Harrison. Definitely. definitely. I, I tell you what, Harrison. Coming on. I tell you what, yeah. Harrison. Do you do? Uh, uh, do you watch the show pretty regularly? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and, sometimes. Sometimes. Okay, so 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 you know my catchphrase, right? The what in the world? Yeah. Okay, can you give everybody a what in the world before you leave here? What in the world? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Y'all be right, easy, man. Be right, easy, man. Take care, y'all. Oh, it's not actually <laughs> moving. My bad, my bad. Hey, yeah, Wally Smith, you say you don't agree with um Tired Girl getting a chance to throw the ball, right? Right. Yeah. So Tony Wright, which is Anthony Wright, wants to know, Bit Low, what was that crap on defense last week? Rushing three and dropping eight into coverage on third <laughs> and more than fifteen, man. What in the, what in the world, Cole? What in the world, Bo? What, what in the world, Anthony? I was sitting there watching it, man. You just see me. I was I was yelling at the field. I said, man, what are, what are, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like what? What in the world, Bo? I don't. We continue to go back to the habits that we used to have, and that's why we continue to lose games. It's almost like it's almost like we go back and look at these games that we go back and look at these games that we we lost in the past. It's like we blaming on everything else, but the things that we actually did wrong. So we say, "Oh, that wasn't what we did wrong. Let's just keep doing what we're doing." It's almost like we're just it's almost like we're just saying, oh well, look, we just barely lost. So it must have been an outside factor on why we lost the game. No, it wasn't an outside factor. You lost because you do things like rush three people and put everybody else in the parking lot off the field, thinking that you're gonna stop a third and twelve. Like what in the world, man? 
Yeah, man, we we've had some abysmal coaching throughout this whole um, season, man. And I want to give a real quick update about these Atlanta Hawks, man. They are up on Chicago, eighty-three to fifty-nine and a half. Please don't pull a Falcon. Please don't do that. Yeah, please don't do that to me, man. Please do not do that to me, the Atlanta Hawks. Please, 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 please. At halftime. Yeah, at halftime, man. They 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 doing the thing, man. Trey Young, Trey Young himself got uh twenty seven points and five assists, man. Man, he he's he's doing it again. And then after that, they never got a Nari got eleven. Cam Reddish got you know eleven. John Collins got twelve. So after that, it's pretty even. But Andrew G says um about Gurley checking out. Attitude reflects leadership, and we have none from the Falcons. What you think about that, um, Wallace Smith? Uh, did he mute himself? Oh, go ahead, Wallace. What you think about yeah, I that? Yeah, I think I think he's uh, yeah, I think Gurley's unchecked out, so that's why they uh put Edo in there for these last two games just to, just to uh see what he can do with a full load for he we can have something on tape for the new head coaches coming in. Mm. What you think about that, um, Low? Yeah, uh, you know, I know everybody's talking about Quadri Allison not getting any playing time, and 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 I definitely agree with you, Andrew G. That him not playing definitely has a lot to do with you know that that leadership at the top. But you know, the, the thing is, is that it's something that Mr. Wallace just brought up, saying that. You think they're they're playing Edo so he could get some you know get some film so everybody could analyze him. Edo's just running ball better right now, and everybody's saying that Raheem Morris needs to play people like Quadri Allison and Deidre Sanat. Raheem Morris is playing the people that he feels like will give him the best chance to win because he's coaching for his next job. Every win that he gets gives him a better opportunity. To get a job somewhere else. So Raheem Morris, he ain't worried about Deidre tonight. Like Quadri Olson. Well, he's not sitting here saying, Oh, yeah, I need to get him some looks because because he knows good and well that he probably ain't even gonna be here next year. Right, man. Man, you're absolutely right about that. We got a question from Ice Finesse. Oh, well, request, I guess. I guess he just checked out right now. Uh first step is to hire Rick. Rick Smith as um Rick Smith second step we get a head coach that is about discipline third step bring in the pieces to build around Matt for his last two to three years and then be ready to win a Super Bowl. What you think about that? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I like Rick Smith as a GM based off of the things that he's done in the past. Like he he's got some really really great uh players out there. Uh, but you know, you also got to consider he he also made he also had some really good drafts to 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 take some really good players with as well. The the question to determine how good a GM is is how how well does he do with those late picks? Like I want to know, you know, if, if you have a a late first round pick, are you going to be able to get a guy who, you know, who's able to look like a a high a top tier first rounder? If you're drafting down in the mid to low twenties, that that's how you determine how good somebody is. 
All right, all right. And Anthony Wright says, Terror Artist 404, but I'm going to let you answer this question too, Lo. Um, should we go after a free agent at left guard or a free agent DN or any free agents at all? How about free agent Richard Sherman if he moves to free safety? Um, I think if we're if we're able to afford anybody, um, we can definitely use more so the left guard or the um or a DN before we can use Richard Sherman. So I believe they need to go for that left. That actually, I believe they need to go for the DN first. And then, then if, if they can somehow get a DN and they can somehow have enough money to go get a left guard, get a left guard. Richard Sherman, I don't think we necessarily would need him. What you think about that, Lo? That is a good question, though. Yeah. Um, look, look, we need help on the offensive and defensive lines. It's no secret. Uh, fact of the matter is that as far as the way that all these games have been been progressing especially over the last few weeks it's like we haven't really had i mean you know we haven't been getting to the quarterback like you know like the buccaneers have been getting to the quarterback but look we've been exotic and we've been blitzing and things like that and you know we we've been getting to the quarterback pretty well i feel like we could address that in the draft i feel like marlon davidson he's going to continue to progress and you know john comiskey he's a huge question mark but look, it's like I mentioned earlier, Anthony, right? Uh, it's one of those cases where down the stretch, that offensive line is not getting things done the way they need to get it done. You know, we're not being able to run the ball the way that we should down the stretch. So we're, we're running into those problems where, you know, we're, we're trying to get fancy and play that pretty football and throw the ball whenever we're ahead in the third and fourth quarter. I think the first thing they need to address, they need to figure out, what we're doing with that offensive line, that left guard spot. I think we should draft that uh we should draft that that defensive end. And we already got the free agent oh the free safety on our roster. Go ahead and kick Isaiah Oliver back there to that free safety position and we should be good to go. Unknown comic. Well, if you're a comic, you need to be known, player. What you say about that? <laughs> but Marvin Lewis, really? What do you guys think about that stupid shit? I don't want him here. I don't <laughs> want him here. No, I I don't want him at Florida. I don't want him to enter the state of Georgia. <laughs> so like he he get to like the Carolina like borderlines or you know like Tennessee, he can stop right there. If you're coming from the West, he can stop at Alabama. But no, 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 don't even, don't even do that either. He can stop at Mississippi <laughs> and just turn around and keep on going, man, because I do not want none part of that culture, man. It, he couldn't get the job done either, bro. So why would you want another person that potentially cannot get the job done as well? What you think about Marvin Lewis, man? He is, he's like one of the coaches they got. He is like the, what is the name? Josh Gordon. He is the Josh Gordon of coaching. He kept effing up, effing up, effing up, getting a chance, 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 and still can't get right. So, what you think about that, Lo? I mean, it's like the fact of the matter is that the reason why the reason why Marvin Lewis got so many chances is because the ownership in Cincinnati don't they don't even care about winning. They just want to make money. They don't care about putting the best product on the field. So it's like they were like, oh well, why should we even change coaches? 
you know, so they had their culture there. And because because Marvin Lewis was who he was, you know, he didn't, you know, he didn't change the culture. So it was just one of those cases where, you know, why why should we get why should we get Marvin Lewis? Because that's the situation that we're in now. Not the fact that, you know, Arthur Blank doesn't care about the culture because he, he fired Dan Quinn in the middle of the season. But our culture needs a huge adjustment. And Marvin Lewis coming here is not what we need, to be completely honest with y'all. Right. And also, I know a question was asked uh, last week. Will we be doing Hawks content? Um, yes, we will be on the um, ATL and Sports Zone. I'm about to pull up the link soon enough and drop it in the chat. So we will be doing um, Atlanta Hawks content on there. So y'all go check us out over there. <laughs> and they seem that hopefully they can finish this game. You got another um, question you want to get to? Yeah, uh, uh, Reggie said that the Falcons are just interviewing Marvin Lewis because of the Roni rule, just so the league won't get involved. I'm sure they will be interviewing other coaches. I mean, you know, for that Roni rule, a uh, Rooney rule, I'm sorry, for that Rooney rule, you know, I mean, they they already said it. They're going to interview um, Raheem Morris. And, you know, that, that that's one thing that like really makes me upset when it comes to coaches in the NFL because, like, you got eight billion people in the world, but the, the same names circulate over and over again. And y'all tell me what y'all think about this. The same names circulate over and over again. So it's like if they go out and do a terrible job and go 0-16 and, and get fired, all you got to do is just go home, sit their contract out, and without even applying, they'll be like, oh, well, I hear that Marvin Lewis's name is, is circulating again, or, you know, Lovey Smith, he, I think he just got fired or just resigned from his job at, at Illinois. Like, oh, I hear that Lovey Smith is thinking about coming to the, back to the NFL. So it's like, you're literally, you can literally go and be unsuccessful at the highest level and just sit out for a couple of years just because your name is Marvin Lewis and you coached the NFL before. <laughs> you'd be like, oh well, let's hire, let's give Marvin Lewis an interview. Like he does like why does he even deserve one? What in the world? I mean, he, he really doesn't, man. And DSGB <laughs> DSGB, my click. Hey. I'm one that we can get. That's how Georgia boy said they better get Rex and oh my god. And Rob, you, you his brother? <laughs> two big old egos. I'm gonna let I'm gonna I'm gonna let you sign off on this one, man. But what what it, it, would that be a good combination? Man, it's never it's never uh it's never a good situation to get uh get two big egos as a coach and as a coordinator. They always bump heads, man. Most of the time, coaches are alpha males, coordinators are Omega. That's why it's one of those situations where it's like whatever a, a coordinator bump comes up to be a coach, you know, everybody kind of looks at it, like especially in like coaching communities. Like, you know, I coached in high school, and somebody like who's a coordinator, like they said, oh, 
he's getting a coaching job, everybody's kind of like, oh, okay, well, let's see how he does because it's like, you know, that's what everybody wants to get to. But, yeah, I mean, the, these two guys bumping heads like this, man, that's – I don't know if that would be – and then, you know, think about, like, the conflict of interest if you got two – Brothers, real quick, real quick, Miss Maggie T said, "Put your name in the hunt, Bitlo." <laughs> it's already in there. I'm gonna turn in my application, Maggie T. I'm ready to go. I already got my coaching staff together. Anthony Wright, that's my that's my GM. You know, so look, I already got my coaching staff together. I'm gonna bring my guys in. We're gonna change the culture. You know, some of my tricks that I use to get my players to tackle better. I have them chase chickens. If players try to start fumbling. I have a run with watermelons. Make sure that they keep the ball high and tight. That's some of my coaching tricks. I ain't going to tell y'all no more. I ain't going to tell y'all no more. <laughs> and y'all know what my position going to be in his stadium? Canada. No, man. Never that, bro. Never that. But yeah, 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 you, yeah. Ain't, you, you ain't gotta lie to the people. <laughs> Never that, man. Never that. But yeah, man. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, two rhymes. You know that, that that I don't think that would be. I don't think that would be the optimal move. What you think? No. First of all, two brothers. No. 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 Because big brother always gonna try to be little little brother. And in this situation, it probably is going to be uh, Rex Ryan being the head coach and little brother. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what their age is or whatever, but who's older than who. But it'll be in that situation where I'm over you, bro. So, nah, I don't think that'd be a good thing, man. And Floyd Donnelly says keep Jeff Ubrich or the Ryans. I think I would rather keep Ubert at the DC. Hey man, what you think? I mean, if I get one of the Ryan brothers at the DC, I would like it because yeah, I think like why are we still running that soft shell uh, defense True. on those third downs? Like you know, Jeff Ubert, like the defense has gotten better, but it, it's definitely not where we want it to be. Right, you know. so my question to you would be, which Ryan brother would you take if they both wanted to be a fine with being a DC? Which Ryan brother would you take? I mean, you know, you always want Rex to be a your defense coordinator, but you also got to consider that you got egos involved as well, and then there's money. You know, a, he's not going to want to take that because you got to think about it. this guy's just getting paid to sit sit on CBS and just talk about football every Sunday. Like coaching is such a time it's, it's such a time drainer. You don't never get a chance to spend time with your family. You're always sitting and plotting and it, it, it is not just drawing up plays like a lot of people think. It's like you're, you're making schedules. You're thinking of workout plans. You're, you're making practice plans. You're you know, assigning dorms, just stupid stuff. So it's like, yeah. you know, I, I I don't think I don't think that I don't think Rich Ryan is, is going to come out that you know come leave that desk and just get paid millions of dollars just to talk about football every Sunday. 
to come back and do this. I mean, people say that, you know, it's addictive. And look, once you get out there on the field and you're standing right beside the field and you can call plays and, you know, what you do is what you what you tell them to do affects the game directly. Like that's very addictive. And when, whenever you're successful, if it, it's such a high. But if you get burned out, man, you get burned out. So I will. It will probably be Rob. And we appreciate you, um, Speed Falcons for life. Uh, we need to get this around the hashtag Fire Dirt Cutter. Yes. <laughs> like I wish we can fire him today, but it don't make no sense. So they, they don't. They don't do these two games. We gotta see two pitiful more games, Falcons fans. And then he should be gone. He should be gone. Get him out. <laughs> uh down south georgia boy said um but as a d coordinator you should know better than to have an undrafted rookie on ab like they did man i mean oh my god that was just the falcon way that was man. just the falcon way man the falcon all these way. random guys what's all these random guys that we decide we're just gonna play out of nowhere we've never seen them before and we want to say, hey, let's put them in the secondary against this Hall of Fame quarterback. They're not going to notice that we haven't been playing this guy all season long. Like, why are we doing this? And potentially, I uh, if, I mean, his his um the ways he act on the on I mean, not on the field, like off the field, probably gonna cause him an issue. But if Antonio Brown would have stayed straightforward, he would be a Hall of Fame receiver. So he, you know. That, that's just a bad combination right there, man. What you think? Yeah, man. Yeah, it definitely is. Because I could have swore I seen Hall walking around in just regular clothes before the game. And they must have just asked him if he wanted to, you know, live the experience of being an Atlanta Falcons player for a day. <laughs> because he sort of looked like he wasn't. He sort of looked like he ain't been practicing or nothing. He came in the game and got pulled right back out. <laughs> And the beast among us 13 said, What is your thoughts on what he came from Twitch? Oh, we, he came from Twitch. All right, all right, all right. Um, what's your thoughts on blank given the new GM um can depart with Ryan or Julio if it helps the team? Match, I mean, if it helps the team, I mean, if it helps the team, it helps the team financially. Uh, yeah, so I'm a fan of the logo. More than a person, yeah, it'd be sad to see Matt Ryan or Julio go, but in that day, you gotta do what you gotta do if it's safe cap wise, and if it's safe, you know, for the team wise, you gotta do what you gotta do to, to elevate. I mean, it's a business, it's a business, and if you ain't doing your job, if you even up for that conversation or doing that, you know, not saying okay, Matt Ryan has had a bad couple of games and Julio can't stay on the field, but you know. If the new GM think it's time to go, what can we do as fans? What you think about that, Coach? Oh, yeah. hey, man. It's kind of like I've been running this fantasy league for the last 10 years. And, you know, it's kind of like my co-commissioner says all the time. Players come and go, but the League of Champions is forever. It's, it's the same thing with the Falcons, man. You know, players come and go. But, look, I mean, the Atlanta Falcons – you know, we, we that that's going to be here. And I love Matt and Julio. You know, my favorite players of all time. But at the end of the day, we're looking at the success of the actual team. 
You see what I'm saying? Whatever they want to do in their future endeavors, that's, you know, I definitely support it and I'm always going to keep an eye on them. But yeah, I mean, I, I just want, I want this team to be successful at the end of the day. Right. So unfortunately, Falcons family, we are coming to the part of the show where it is the extra point. Coach Lowe, I'm going to let you go first. What you got? Hey, man. So I was listening to the radio the other day. Um, I listened to a sports radio station, and they said that they said that uh, Raheem Morris stated that he doesn't pay attention to stats. Raheem Morris, y'all take this. Y'all, y'all, look, y'all, I'll tell you what y'all think about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Raheem Morris said that stats are for losers. Raheem Morris said the stats are for losers, so he doesn't pay attention to stats. So through the power of deductive reasoning, I figured Raheem Morris must be using stats. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what? You know what? You know what, man? We haven't done it in a while. And I'm going to find it. And I'm going to find it. I got to give it to him just for saying that. I'm bringing back the old one, guys. Grilled turkey of the week. <laughs> Grilled turkey of the week for saying that, man. Stats is for losers. Stats is what get you in the Hall of Fame besides rings, playboy. So. I don't know what you're thinking of that source, man. That's all you had to say, Lo? Man, look. This this, this whole mentality, I, I really feel like he has the same mentality that Dan Quinn has. He feels like he can come, get in front of the camera, and say all these things that he thinks sound good. And, you know, saying stuff like stats are for losers. It's like, to me, in my mind, he had already lost the job. But saying that, like, how are you going to talk about stats being for losers when all you've been doing is losing? Like, losers can't call <laughs> other people losers. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how can a loser call somebody else a loser? That doesn't make any sense. What in the world, bro? It's like all this whole trying to be macho, like the whole, like, if I hear somebody say, fired up one more freaking time, I'm going to go crazy. If I hear the whole brotherhood thing, it's like so. Look, I'm 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 tired of all the talking. I'm tired of all the talking. Next season, I don't know who the coach is gonna be. I don't want all this bravado and all this all this this foot shoveling and all that other crap. I just want somebody to coach this team up and just make smart decisions. Because at the end of the day, the team ain't bad. The team ain't bad. We're just trying to win despite of the coaches at the end of the day we're not we're we're not we're not weaker than the other team we're not slower than the other team we don't we we don't have less body control than the other team our coaches have put us in some positions to lose some games there have been games where our players have made some bad mistakes but those games happen every season Every season, Matt Ryan has a three-fourth interception game. That happens all the time. Fact of the matter is that, look, man, we try. We we need coaches to help us win, 
instead of keeping us from winning. And I cannot wait until Black Monday so we can go ahead and start this journey to, you know, get a whole nother coach, man. I cannot wait for it. Man, look, it's your boy, Big Low Country. I sit and talk about sports. I make sure y'all subscribe to my channel, Big Low Country Sports. Now, you know, we're going to do film breakdown. We're just going to sit around and we're just going to talk about some ball. We're going to talk about basketball, football. And we're just going to talk about the history of sports, period. So, look, y'all check me out. Make sure you subscribe to my channel. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, I'm from the country, so it's Big Low Country Sports. That's spelled K-U-N-T-R-Y. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm from the country. I didn't realize I was spelling it wrong until I graduated from college. I apologize, y'all. So look, y'all make sure y'all do a country boy a favor. And I'm actually going to put my my uh, link in the chat so y'all can subscribe to my channel. What you got, Tom? Oh, man. All I got to say is, Falcons fans, we almost at the end. We almost at the end, man. We got two more games to go of this BS. Two more games to go of this BS. And hopefully, man, y'all, y'all been sticking it through this whole year as as if we as we have too. Y'all seen us versus the, in the Dallas post game, Chicago post game, Detroit post game, and y'all seen us through the. I'm gonna go ahead and say it though, the hell and high waters of this <laughs> season, man. And we come to y'all every single week, man, with some great content. So, with that being said, man. Just hopefully we get the new regime going and hopefully we can turn this around sooner than what we actually think. Because sometimes it takes a couple of years, sometimes it don't. So with that being said, man, hit that subscribe button on Atlanta Falcons Nation. Hit it on Mad Mike Sports. Hit it on Bitlow Country. And hit it on your boy Terrell's 4-4. But hey, 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 hey. Guess what, y'all? I'm actually at. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Let me see it right here. I'm at 387 subscribers. There's 28 people in here. If all of y'all just go give me a subscribe, I'm about to drop my link right now. I will be over 400, and I'll be greatly appreciative. I will be greatly appreciative of that, like, for real, because that that is a, a, a dream of mine, and, you know, I'm trying to make this thing happen. I'm trying to entertain y'all. Why doing it? You feel me? So why not help a city boy out and hit that subscribe button for me? Help me reach my goals as we, I give you the best content possible. I do the Madden. I do the 2K gaming. I do Madden on Mobile 21 now. It's all up. And here's the link, man. We appreciate you guys. It's another thing that you have to say. Rise up. Hey, time down. Y'all already know what time it is. Hi, man. This is your boys out of the A, the T, the F, the I, the E, the N Sports Zone. <laughs> this won't be the last time y'all see us, man. We're going to be all year round. Y'all already know. <laughs>